The Godfather is told entirely within a closed world. That's why we sympathize with characters who are essentially evil. The story by Mario Puzo and Francis Ford Coppola is a brilliant conjuring act inviting us to consider the mafia entirely on its own terms. Don Vito Corleone emerges as a sympathetic and even admirable character. During the entire film this long lifelong professional criminal there's nothing of which we can really disapprove during the movie we see not a single actual civilian victim of organized crime no women trapped into prostitution no lives wrecked by gambling no victims of theft fraud or protection rackets the only police officer with a significant speaking role is corrupt the story views the mafia from the inside that is its secret its charm its spell in a way it has shaped the public perception of the mafia ever since the real world is replaced by an authoritarian pa- patriarchy where power and justice flow from the godfather and the only villains are traitors there is one commandment spoken by michael don't ever take sides against the family It is significant that the first shot is inside a dark shuttered room. It is the wedding day of Vito Corleone's daughter, and on such a day a Sicilian must grant any reasonable request. A man has come to ask for punishment for his daughter's rapist. Don Vito asks why did he not come to him immediately? I went to the police like a good American, the man says. The Godfather's reply will underpin the entire movie. Why did you go to the police? Why didn't you come to me first? When have I ever done to make you treat me so disrespectfully? If you'd come to me in friendship, then this come that ruined your daughter would be suffering this very day. And if by a chance an honest man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies, and then they would fear you. As the day continues, there are two more scenes in Godfather's darkened study. intercut with the scenes from the wedding outside by the end of the wedding sequence most of the main characters will have been introduced and we will know essential things about their personalities it is a virtuous stretch of filmmaking kupola brings his large cast on stage so artfully that we are drawn at once into godfather's world The screenplay of The Godfather follows no formulas except for the classic structure in which power passes between generations. The writing is subtly constructed to set up events later in the film. Notice how request by Johnny Fontaine, the falling singer, pays off in the Bollywood scenes. How his tears set up the shocking moment when a mogul wakes up in bed with what is left of race horse. Notice how the undertaker is told some day and that may day never may come. I will ask you of a favor. and how when the day comes the favor is not violence as in a conventional movie but don vito's desire to spare his wife the sight of their son's maimed body and notice how a woman's mistaken phone call sets up the trap in which sony is murdered it's done so neatly that you have to think back through the events to figure it out now here is a trivia question what is the name of vito's wife She exists in the movie as an insignificant shadow, a plump Sicilian grandmother who passes poses for her husband in wedding pictures but plays no role in the events that take place in his study. There is little room for women in The Godfather. Sony uses and discards them and ignores his wife.
Connie, the Don's daughter, is so disregarded that her husband is not allowed into family business. He is thrown a bone, a living, and later when he is killed, Michael cordly lies to his sister about what happened. The irony of the title is that it eventually comes to refer to the son, not the father. As the film opens, Michael is not part of the family business and plans to marry a wasp. Adams. His turning point comes when he saves his father's life by moving his hospital bed and whispers to the unconscious man, I'm with you now. After he shoots the current cop, Michael hides his Sicily, where he falls in love with and marries Apollonia. They do not speak the same language, small handicap for a mafia wife. He undoubtedly loves Apollonia as he loved Kay. But what is he thinking here, that he can no longer marry Kay because he has chosen a mafia life? After Apollonia's death and his return to America, he seeks out Kay and eventually they marry. Did he tell her about Apollonia? Such details are unimportant to the story. What is important is his loyalty to the family. Much is said in the movie about trusting a man's word, but honesty is nothing compared to loyalty. Michael doesn't even trust Tom Hagen with the secret that he plans to murder the heads of other families. The famous baptism massacre is tough, virtuous filmmaking. The baptism provides him with an airtight alibi and he becomes a godfather in both senses at the same time. Vito Corlon is the moral center of the film. He is old, wise and opposed to dealing in drugs. He understands that society is not alarmed by liquor gambling and even women. But drugs are a dirty business, Don Vito. And one of the movie's best scenes is the mafia summit at which he argues his point. The implication is that in the Godfather's world, there would be no drugs, only victimless crimes and justice would be dispatched evenly and swiftly. My argument is taking this form because I want to point out how cleverly Coppola structures his film to create sympathy for his heroes. The Mafia is not a benevolent and protective organization and the Colon family is only marginally better than the others. Yet when the old man falls dead, among his tomato plants, we feel that a giant has passed. Gordon Wills' cinematography is celebrated for its darkness, its rich, atmospheric, expressive. You cannot appreciate this on television because the picture is artificially brightened. Coppola populates his dark interior spaces with remarkable faces. The frontline actors, Brando, Passinio, Khan, Duel are attractive in one way or another, but those who play their associates are chosen for their freshly, thickly lined faces with huge jaws and deeply set eyes. Look at Abe Vigoda as Tessio, the f- fearsome enforcer. The first time when he's, we see him, he's dancing with the child at the wedding. Her satin pumps balance on his shoes. The sun shines that day but will never again. He is developed as a hulking person who implies the possibility of violent revenge. Only at the end is he brightly lit again to make him look more vulnerable as he begs for his life. Pacino plays Michael close to his vest. He has learned from his father never to talk in front of outsiders, never to trust anyone unnecessarily to take advice but keep his own counsel. All the other roles are so successfully filled that a strange thing happened as I watched this restored 1997 version. Familiar as I am with Robert Duell when he first appeared on the screen, I found myself, there's Tom Hagen.
Coppola went to Italy to find Nino Rota, composer of many Fellini films, to score the picture. Hearing the sadness and nostalgia of the main theme, I realized what the music was telling us. Things would have turned out better if we had only listened to The Godfather.